0: I've got a question for you. What do you think having the perfect sales funnel would be worth to your business? Imagine knowing that you could drive traffic to your website, that website would convert that traffic into leads. And those leads would go through a repeatable scalable process where you had a defined predictable outcome, which is a certain volume of new sales to your business. Well, chances are that your website is the first step in your sales process. And if the purpose of your website is to generate leads for your business, you need to be able to take people on a journey that results in them buying from you. Until people actually buy from you, the marketing hasn't paid off. So getting your website sales funnel right, you have a reliable, repeatable and scalable way of getting new customers that allows you to grow allows you to double down your investment in marketing, and it allows you to build visibility, but get your website sales funnel wrong. And you'll obviously be leaving money on the table in unsold customers. This will prevent you from being able to scale your marketing and may even hold the growth of your business back. Over the years at Exposure Ninja, we've worked with hundreds of businesses that generate leads from their website. And what we started to notice very early on is that even if we increase the volume of leads a business was getting, unless they had a well defined and well structured sales process, That wasn't necessarily a guarantee that it would generate any more business for that company. So what we're doing is sharing some tips on how to create perfect website sales funnel, which not only generates leads for the business, but increases your chance of turning those leads into customers. This is based on our work with all of these clients, our analysis of their sales funnel, and also our work with external sales consultants on how to build great website funnels. And of course, we've practiced with our own over the years, as you would probably expect. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. So, I'm going to give you three characteristics of the perfect website sales funnel and also an action item at the end of each one to help you think about your own sales funnel and optimize that for the best results possible. Let's start with the absolute basics. What do we actually mean by a website sales funnel? Well, let's say that someone comes onto your website, and if you're looking to generate leads, you might have a quote request or a uh, get an estimate or something like that, or inquire with the sales team, something along those lines on your site. People then fill in their details, hopefully uh, to become a lead for your business. And then something happens with your sales team over time that turns them into a customer. So this is what we call the website sales funnel. Now the first characteristic of the perfect website sales funnel is that it meets your visitors where they are. So what do we mean by this? Well I want to tell you a bit of a story. I want to use the new car buying process as an example because it's something that most of us can relate to. So let's say that you're going to buy a new car. Whether it's an actual new car or a used car it doesn't really matter. Now the first thing that's probably going to happen is something is going to trigger you to think that you may need a new car at some point. This could be anything. This could be something a friend says, it could be an advert that you see, you might notice the repair bills going up whatever at some point you have a thought or you see something there's some kind of stimulus which triggers you to think at some point I'm going to be buying a car so at this point you're at the curiosity stage you're very early on in the buying process you don't really have a timeline and you don't really have any intent to purchase yet if someone offered you a test drive, it's too early, you're not going to be interested in that, that's too high commitment, you don't really know where you're at, you haven't really thought about it. So what are some of the things that you might do at this stage? Well, you might download an app like auto trader to start looking through different cars that are available, you might start reading some buyers guides if you're that way inclined just to get a feel for what's out there. But at this point, you really don't have commercial intent. So that's the curiosity phase. As time goes on, you find that now your radar is up, okay, you start noticing, cars when you're out and about thinking oh that one looks pretty cool it might be all right to have one of those you start asking people that you know about their experience with their cars you may even find yourself browsing auto trader in your spare time trying to visualize yourself in different cars now at this stage are you ready for a test drive yet no it's still too much too soon you're just not there you still don't have commercial intent because you're still in the research phase. Eventually, as time goes on, you'll begin to work out maybe which brand of car you want, and maybe even which particular model you want. You might start looking at different variants and engine types. If you're that way inclined, you might start reading about them, watching YouTube videos, that type of thing. At this stage, are you ready for a test drive? Maybe, but it might even still be too soon. If you're buying a new car, maybe you're on the website and you're doing you know, the manufacturers build your own thing where you put the different spec together and you just start to visualize yourself owning the car. So that might be the right stage for you. But a test drive still might be too soon. Eventually, you'll get to a stage where you pretty much know the make and model that you want. And you're really ready to start looking with intent. At this point, you're sizing up local dealers, you're looking at what they've got in stock. You're looking with intent at auto trade. You're not just browsing tentatively, you might start going to visit dealerships. Are you ready to have a test drive at this stage? Absolutely, because you've committed you're starting to take actions, which show that you are ready to buy a car. Now at this point, you're a very valuable lead for a car dealership. You are in fact, the most valuable person for a car dealer because you're about ready to buy a car at some point in the coming week or month, maybe you're going to buy a car. So at this point, you're really valuable. Okay, great story, Tim, that's a few minutes of my life, I won't get back. What's the point with this? Well, my point is this the vast majority of websites, even well optimized conversion optimized sites are only offering people a test drive. Okay, we saw how people at all of the stages in the buyer journey, except for the final commercial intent stage, a test drive was too early, we saw that that was too high commitment we needed to offer something lower commitment to people if we were going to interest them. And if we were going to convert them, most websites make this mistake, they're basically only offering test drives. And that's okay, in a way, because you know, the test drive folk, these are the highest commercial intent, they're the most valuable, they're the most likely to turn into a customer. So if you could only pick one type of person, you would choose people who are ready to book a test drive. But with digital marketing, we don't have to only pick one type of person. And we really shouldn't because there is so much opportunity to target people further up in the funnel. So there's really two benefits of also targeting people further up in the consideration funnel earlier on in the buying process. The first benefit is obviously volume. There are so many people in the early stages of buying a car compared to the people in the very late stages of buying a car. If you can create content on your website targeting these people, or if you can give them calls to action on your site, which get them closer to their goals, whilst they're in the consideration phase, that's great because there are loads of them, you can put them in an email list and you can market to them over time to build a relationship with them. But the second benefit of targeting people earlier on in the funnel is you're actually able to influence their decisions. Decision making process. You see, by the time someone has decided on the particular make and model, it can be very difficult to change their mind. And that's okay if you sell that particular make and model. But if actually, if you don't sell that make and model and there might be an alternative option which is more suitable for people, then you might have much more success with that person if you've been building a relationship with them over the course of months and educating them on which car to buy. So we've been looking at the example of cars, but this works for any business at all. Let's take a let's take a regional accountancy firm. So what many accountancy firms would do is they would have get a quote on their website, that might be the main call to action, or they might just have nothing, they might just say inquire now. And what they're really looking for here is they're really looking for people that are ready to take a test drive. I know I want an accountant, I'm searching for an accountant, right? that's great that side covered that's really good but what about the people that are earlier on in that phase what about the people that someone said something oh you might want to get an accountant what are they searching for what are they spending their time looking into what are they spending their time researching and how can we offer a call to action that works for them so the perfect sales funnel is designed To collect people at each of the different levels of the sales journey and put them on a conveyor belt to purchase. So going back to the original point, the perfect sales funnel meets your website visitors where they are by giving them something relevant for the stage that they're at. Now in the video version of this podcast on the Exposure Ninja YouTube channel, We look at the example of HubSpot. For those who don't know, probably everyone knows by now, but HubSpot is like a sales and marketing CRM automation platform. And on their website, they cater to different stages of the buyer journey. So for example, if you go on the HubSpot homepage at hubspot.com, the main call to action is get HubSpot free. Well, this is the perfect call to action for people that are interested in software because it's very low commitment. It gives them a chance to try out the software. This is the test drive that's great for people that are ready for sales, marketing automation software, they've looked into HubSpot, whatever, that is the perfect call to action for them. But what about people that are earlier on in the buying journey, maybe people who don't even know that they need marketing automation software? Well, also on the HubSpot website, they have business and marketing resources, things like ebooks and tools and workbooks and exercises that you can do. Now, these are usually behind an email capture form. So if you're a marketing manager who is the target customer of HubSpot, you go on the site, there's loads of information, training and guides that are relevant for you, you can click on them and you can download them if you just put in your name and email address. So what this allows HubSpot to do is obviously build a huge list of people who are their perfect target customer, even though those people aren't yet ready to engage with hubspot take a free trial because they don't even know they need that thing yet so here what we're seeing is a business that is meeting its customers where they are it's giving them a tailored call to action for the stage of the buyer's journey that they're at so the action item here the exercise to do is think about the different stages of intent that your customers will go through as they go from this awareness of what it is that you offer all the way through to consideration to making a purchase. There's probably going to be three or four different stages that people go through from you can use the ADA model, so awareness, interest, Desire and an action, but think about the stages that your target customers go through from talking to them and how you know them, and what would be a suitable call to action and content that you could give them at each stage of the journey in order to get them on an email list or get them following you or get them contacting you for whatever reason. The second characteristic of the perfect website sales funnel is that it is a slippery slide. Okay, what do we mean by slippery slide? Well, I'm going to tell you another story. Imagine that you are working for mcdonald's and you look out at all your restaurants and you see that you've got a restaurant with a car park next to it and people drive up in their cars they leave their cars and go into the restaurant and they order food now they may take that food back to their car or whatever one day you have the genius but slightly odd idea that actually you're going to build a drive through so they don't even need to get out of their cars they can go round a little island and they can wind down their window and talk through a hatch drive to the next window and take their food and then half the time they just take their food and they keep it in their car and go and sit in the car park and eat their food in their car in the car park 10 meters from the restaurant with all the facilities and all the amenities that a restaurant has. So what's actually going on here? And why is the drive through almost always more popular than the actual restaurant? Well, Ronald and co understand that if you want to maximize sales, you have to reduce friction at every step in the sales journey. And this is what we mean by a slippery slide. So the first step that you offer people on your website should feel very easy, very attractive and very low risk. Once people have taken that first step on your site, whether that's requesting a quote, downloading a guide or whatever, the next step in the process that moves them along this conveyor belt to becoming a customer should also feel easy, attractive and low risk. And in fact, every step in your sales journey should feel easy, attractive and low risk. It's all great getting leads or sign ups or free demo requests or people taking a trial. But if they're not turning into money, you're just running a really useless kind of charity thing. So here's an exercise that you can do draw a straight line on a piece of paper if you've got any paper anymore if paper still exists in 2021. And then mark on that straight line each of the points. Points along your sales journey. So this might be someone gets in contact to express interest, you then have a meeting with them, where you discuss whether you're going to be a fit, maybe the, you then put together a proposal, maybe you have a follow up consultation, and then you close the sale. So that will be a five step process that you go through for every single step on that process. Think about what the benefits are to the customer of that step. Because what we really want to do and what we've noticed our most effective clients do is they sell each step on their sales journey. So customers want to move through the process, i.e. they reduce friction by saying, okay, so we've got your inquiry, great. The next step is for us to have a conversation with you to learn a bit more about your business so that we can put together a customized plan for you. So what we're really doing here is we've sold them on the first step, they've submitted their inquiry, we're now selling them on the second step, and so on. So we turn it from just this process that people need to go through where they can feel quite commoditized and like they're being moved through a sausage machine into something where they're really eager to move to the next step because we've demonstrated that there's some kind of value for them in that step. So here's the action item number two, think about every step in your sales process, think through how you sell it to the customer? What do they get from it? Why should they want to do it? And how can you make it even easier for them to move through into that second step? So think of the drive through, how can you avoid them even having to leave their car? The third characteristic of the perfect website sales funnel is that it is systemizable and scalable. Here's what we mean by that. If you're dealing with a really small number of leads, you can get away with having a fairly ad hoc sales process where your team don't really work from scripts. There's not really a clearly defined process. But if you're only dealing with a few leads a month, then obviously it doesn't really matter. As soon as you start moving to any sort of decent lead volume, though, and we've helped clients get to, you know, 400 leads a day, then you're going to have to have a systemizable and scalable sales process to deal with those. So what do we mean by that? We mean, designing every single interaction to essentially work from a template. Now, whether this is producing call scripts for your sales team to use, or whether this is just designing the interaction, and maybe it's creating a standard templated email that's used, this isn't about giving a generic experience to everyone. This is about identifying what perfect looks like, For each step and starting from that point every time so your team aren't having to start from scratch you don't have your best salesperson working from one script and your worst salesperson working from no script at all everyone is working from the same thing which you can then hone and refine over time because your sales process is never going to be finished i know we've called this how to create the perfect website sales funnel But the reality is that the perfect website sales funnel is the one that keeps evolving and improving. So you're going to want to continue evolving and improving and tweaking and testing every step in your sales funnel but you can only do this if you know what each step looks like to begin with think about it if your sales team is taking a completely ad hoc improvised approach to every sale how can you improve that system because you don't know what's happening once you've got a clearly defined process and a script and a template for every step along the journey you can make tweaks you can optimize it and you can measure The corresponding conversion rate increase of those changes on that step. So you can get much more scientific with it. But obviously, you can't do this. If it's completely ad hoc. Now the client I mentioned earlier that we've taken to over 400 leads a day, they're in the legal claims space, when you're generating 400 leads a day, you can't have an ad hoc process. If those are just general inquiries, it's a complete washout unless you've got a sales team of 150 people that becomes a total nightmare to manage. This business actually had a very small team, but how they managed to cope with such a high volume of leads is they were very, very specific about the process that they put these leads through. This started on the website. So the website asked qualifying questions in the lead capture form, which allowed their team to pre qualify the leads without even having to talk to them. They could then send qualified leads a form through the post. This was their process, they sent a form through the post, the lead filled in their information and sent it back. And then they processed the legal claim. So that was how they managed that volume of leads. But because they had a very standardized process, they could experiment with things like adding a call in before they sent the form or changing the language in the form or adding a cover letter to the form, all of these sorts of things could show measurable improvement because they knew what their numbers were. And they knew the conversion rate of every step in the sales process. So the point here is to design each interaction that you have meticulously by working from templates you can improve your process by tweaking if every case is totally ad hoc how do you know what to improve because you have infinite variables in step two we thought about how we position and how we pitch each of these interactions in your sales funnel in action item number three we're mapping out what the scripts for these interactions might be what the target outcomes are, we're also thinking through key objections that we might face at each stage, and how to handle them as well. So if you build a website sales funnel with those three characteristics, you'll be in a really good place. So just to recap what we've looked at today, the first thing that we talked about was having a website sales funnel, which meets people where they are, i.e. you have calls to action at different stages of the buyer journey. Remember, if you're just offering everybody a test drive, you're only going to get the people that are right at the end of the sales funnel but there is so much opportunity with people who are earlier on in the buying journey. The second thing that we looked at was making your website sales funnel a slippery slide. Now we do this by making each step along the process easy, attractive and low risk. The third thing we looked at was making your system systemizable and scalable by defining what each interaction looked like, scripting or templating it so that you can then add tweaks and you can refine over time and measure the performance improvement. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know this topic is slightly outside the purely digital marketing stuff that we normally cover, but it's really important. And we've seen too many websites generating good volumes of leads, but having a sales process, which is a complete mess, which means that they don't enjoy the business benefit on the back end. So we'd love to know what you think of this episode. And if you'd like more stuff on these sorts of topics, you can drop us a note through any of the social channels at Exposure Ninja. Don't forget also to subscribe to this podcast if you've enjoyed it. And please do consider leaving us a review. It makes a real difference. And we love reading the great reviews. Also, don't forget you can request your free website and marketing review from Exposure Ninja. This is a really awesome tool. If your goal for 2021 is to generate significantly more leads, through your website head over to ExposureNinja.com fill out the questionnaire which asks you a bunch of information about your business your digital marketing so far and your goals for the next 12 months one of our team will then research and record you a 15 minute video showing you how to generate more leads and sales through your website both by increasing your conversion rate and also by generating more traffic this is completely free of charge and comes with absolutely no obligation to use our services So head over to ExposureNinja.com to request your free website and marketing review today. Until next week, see you soon.